Hello, 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 my friends and listeners. You didn't think I forgot about you, did you? Yes, I know, it's late, late, late on a Sunday, but oh, God, it has been an exhausting weekend, and I've barely had time to shit, shower, and shave, let alone record a podcast. My God. Oh, you wouldn't believe the amount of mindless children and tweaker retards that I've had to deal with in the last three days. Not to mention garage cleaning and all the other bullshit that comes along with you know, living life. Oy. Sometimes things like podcasts get shuffled off to the back burner. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to make everybody that listens and depends. Yes, I said they depend on this show. I don't mean to make you feel like second-class citizens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I put you last, but I had things to take care of. So welcome back once again to the short bus. Uh, I'm going to adjust my microphone. There you go. You got to hear that. It's like a... It's like a DVD extra, all the little oopses and darns and shit that I don't cut out. But like I said, welcome back to another rousing episode of Taking the Short Bus with your hero and main protagonist, antagonist, retagonist. I don't know. What's a retarded protagonist? Hmm. I'll let you make up your own word there. With me at the wheel once again driving you all crazy because you've chosen to download this again. <laughs> at this point, um, I think you're just sadistic. Anyway, <clears throat> I don't have a real, I kind of have a planned topic of conversation. This is going to be another Mike sits here and talks to himself and rambles on sort of podcast, but I've had something that's been weighing heavy, heavy, like a burden, but a good burden. It's been weighing heavy on my mind and soul. Yes, it has. I've, it's been plaguing my thoughts, the thoughts and dreams of your hero. I'm adjusting something, so just ignore that noise. There we go. I'm trying to bring the microphone closer to my face so I'm a little more comfortable. <sighs> there we go. Anyway, I've had something weighing heavy on my mind for the last week or more. As everyone that's a regular repeat listener knows that, yes, I did get released from my burden that was employment. And since then, I have been searching for meaningful, gainful employment to no avail. I hoped, beyond hope, that I would not have to flip burgers or ask if the people would like fries with that. But it's looking... It was looking pretty grim, people. Let me tell you what. It was getting to the point where I might... Well, I still might have to get some mindless job. But something's been weighing heavy on my heart and soul as I sat looking for gainful employment, and I looked at life as I know it and how I feel about this, that, and the other, and I examined myself, and I looked deep down and said, you know, Mike, what the fuck are you doing? Do you really... Is this... Is this how you want to live? You know? Do you really want to find some other fucking job that you were pour your heart and your soul into, and they will suck you dry for the next ten years and then kick you out on the fucking street at 40 years old, and then you'll really feel like a fucking idiot, okay? I was a shithead manager. It was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful job being a shithead manager. If you ever get a chance to be a shithead manager, I really and truly recommend it. Uh, And I thought, wow, do I really want to start at the bottom and work for some other shithead manager? So Mike started thinking thinking long and hard, try not to giggle, about a concept that he's been batting around in his head for the last few weeks. And that concept is the American dream. Yes, the beautiful, beautiful, shiny, golden nugget that is the American dream. And I sat, as I sat and pondered what the American dream is, I started thinking more of what the American dream was. Because, you know... When the concept of the American dream was thought of, I'm pretty sure nobody thought of being a fucking rock star or being a fucking super billionaire actor and all this other fucking happy horse shit that they have you buying into. All this fucking reality TV, so you want to be a millionaire, dancing with idol stars bullshit. I think people need to wake up like I did. For the longest time, I thought the American dream meant happiness. And to attain that happiness, one had to be rich. And to be rich and powerful and respected, one had to be something like an actor or a rock star or a blah, 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 whatever. Donald Trump, whatever. Trade 
you know, bad hair for billions of dollars. But the more I got to think about it, I don't know, I don't know if it's the older I got, because I certainly, I'm pretty sure it's not because I got any wiser, because I believe anybody that makes the magnitude of dick and fart jokes that I make cannot possibly consider themselves wise and or sage, not even learned, maybe possibly learned in the way of the fart joke, but that's really not something you want to put on a resume now, is it? Anyway, as I got to thinking about the American dream and how I used to view it of a woman to be rich and powerful and a rock star or an actor or a blah, 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 blah. You know, I got more to think in here recently within the last few weeks of a, of a simpler definition of the American dream, a more attainable definition of the American dream, something in my heart and my mind I believe is truer to the true definition of what the American dream is. Everybody has it in their head that the American dream is to be fucking rich and super successful and be a rock star or a rapper or an actor or a race car driver or a fucking motocross star or a skateboard star, Tony Hawk and all these fucking people or Matt Damon or Jim Carrey and billions of fucking dollars, whereas that would be nice. Not all of us are that. We, not all, you know, if we were all actors and rock stars who who the fuck would build things who the fuck would fix things who the fuck would make things if we were all busy acting and learning roles and you know how in the fuck would you study in your role and how to be uh, how many see i'm gonna play a part of see i'm gonna play a part of 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 of, uh, a mechanic and so i need to go hang out with a mechanic for two months to study the role if we were all actors there wouldn't be no mechanics to study for your roles. So the American dream can't all mean that we're actors and rappers and rock stars and, you know, fucking corporate billionaires, okay? I think within the last few weeks, I, I, my, Mike's definition of the American dream has become a, a smaller, more focused, more um, attainable version of the American dream. You know, I just want to live, you know what I'm saying? Not like I'm dying or anything. You know what I'm saying? Not like, oh my god, I just want two more days. No, I just want, you know, I I don't want to be rich. You know, I know a lot of people right now are saying bullshit. Everybody wants to be rich. You know, I it would be cool. Don't get me wrong. Don't fucking get me wrong in the slightest. I would love to have a bazillion dollars. I would also love to have a giant cock. And I would love to have a six pack too. But you know what? That wish in one hand and shit in the other and you see where it gets you. I think people should t take a long, hard look at their definition of the American dream and see what it means to them. For me, the American dream is to do something you love and make enough of a living that you can live, you know? And it's so hard to explain sometimes. It's very clear and focused and concise in my head. But sometimes the words escape me on what I'm trying to define. And I end up stuttering and tripping over my big fat tongue. The American dream is attainable. It is never keeps saying it's dead. It's not dead. People are focused on, you know, everybody's fucking focused on being a rapper or a rock star or any of this other bullshit. And everybody says the American dream is dead. No, it's not dead. It's, it's been fundamentally altered in a negative way. The American dream was fine the way it was. To have a family, live in a nice area, be safe from persecution, or rape, or fucking murder, or prejudice, or any of that shit. Those are the fundamental bases of the American dream. Now, if you can have the American dream and make a billion dollars, that's awesome. But that is not the, the key point of living the American dream. The key point of living the American dream that most people seem to forget about is the living it part. The living part. The being happy with who you are part. There is no use in being rich and miserable because then you're just a fuck with money. And nobody likes a fuck with money. You know what I'm saying? Is this sinking in at all, people? At all? Find something you love to do. You know, whatever it is. And try and do it. Like, I have decided. And you know what? I may fall on my ass, but you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to try. 
This is America, and I can try. The American dream says that I can try. It doesn't say that I will succeed, but it says that in America, you can try. And there are so many resources, wow, really, resources out there to help you try. It's ungoddamn believable. I mean, good God. I mean, look at me. Okay, for one, okay. I'm doing a podcast. I know I always talk about this, but the internet is an amazing place. It brings all kinds of people together and all kinds of thoughts together and all kinds of ideas together and schools of study and shapes and colors and sizes and weights and heights and just data, just raw data, uh, you know, moderately filtered unless you turn it off on Google Safe, turn Google Safe Search off and then you see the really weird shit. The internet is such an amazing fucking resource that so many people take for granted because, you know, this, you know, Facebook, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge, huge fucking Facebook junkie. I'm a gigantic, big, fat Facebook junkie. I use Facebook like fucking, you know, housewives watch soap operas. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is they choose to watch these days. I, I, I can't judge, you know, but... Also, I also realize that the internet is an amazing tool, and it's one step on the road to the American dream. You can now reach people far beyond what you could 10 years ago, 5 years ago, 20 years ago. I know my timeline was a little convoluted there, but it just, you know, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, all that, that's secondary. Man, blogging has just, and podcasts... It's amazing. And, you know, and I started off doing podcasts. I'm not making any money doing this. Would I like to make money doing this? That would be bloody awesome. You know what I'm saying? But I would probably have to curve down the F-balls, F-balls, F-bombs, and get a sponsor if I were to ever make money. And I don't see that happen anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I don't care. I don't do this to make money. This is Mike's fun. This is what he does for fun. I talk into a microphone and act like a jack and ape for fun because I know I have the possibility of making somebody laugh and deep down that really really fills me with a sense of purpose and joy okay so back to the point at hand the American dream this has been weighing heavy on my heart and soul for the last few weeks because I have decided that now that I am non-gainfully unemployed I, I have time to focus my efforts you know what I'm saying? I don't have to split it between my efforts between family, job, podcast, you know, whatever, you know, chores, housework, work stuff. I can I can now commit time to building something entirely my own. With the sweat of my own brow and the strength of my two hands, I can commit my time to building something entirely mine. You see what I'm getting at here? So I've decided to start my own business. I may fail. I'm, you know what? I may be on this podcast six months from now going, wow, that sucked. I started and I d- killed it all in one weekend. But you know what? This is America. The American dream says I can try. Like I said, doesn't say you'll succeed, but it says that you can try. So you know what? I'm going to try. I'm done pitch- bitching and pissing and moaning about my lot in life. I don't, I'm not going to, I'm done being all fucking emo about this bullshit. Oh, why won't, why do they get laid off? Why, why won't somebody hire me? Why can't I have a, you know what? Now it's time for me to put up a shut up instead of wanting this, that, and the other. How about I go out and get it? How about I go out and do it for myself? You know, I always bitch because I want to be part, you know, deep down. I honestly, I want to be part of something. I want to contribute. I want to. You know, I want to be part of something that's bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? I want to be not so much just a cog in the wheel of society, but I want to look at something and say, I helped create that. And that gives me a sense of joy and pride and, you know, all that happy fucking, you know, Tinkerbell bullshit. I really, and I'm going to go for it, you know, and what may you be asking that business is Mike going to start? Well, I'm going to plug myself a little bit here. Off and on, for a very long time now, um, your hero of a host has been bouncing back and forth doing glass etching. 
Okay, taking bits of glasses and putting images on them either through chemical means, through mechanical means, or through sandblasting or what have you. Been doing it off and on for a long time. I'll do it here and there, you know, as a gift, stuff like that. And people are like, wow, that's always really great, you know, and I always think, wouldn't it be awesome to start my own business doing this shit? And then the fear kicks in. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you have a job already, that fear kicks in where you're just like, God, what if I fail? What if I fail and it destroys my entire existence? You know, and I'm here to tell you people, you got to get over that fear. I mean, if you fail, it's not like the government's going to drive out to your house, put a gun to your head and say, you know what? You tried to, you know, do your own thing and you failed. So now we have to kill you. I'm sorry. We, but we have, you know, deemed you useless to the human population. Uh, You are the weakest link. Goodbye. And they put a bullet in your head. They're not going to kill you. Okay. If you fail, you fail. So what? Go get some shit-ass job and start over again. Uh, now, I'm not saying that you should run out and quit your fucking job right now. Because that would be asinine. You know what I'm saying? But put some effort into it. Work towards it. If you have something... If you're fucking miserable at your job, do something about it. Man, the American dream says if you are tired of your lot in life, goddamn change it. It doesn't mean America's going to change it for you. The American dream does not state that America will come to your house and hold you by the hand and make you rich and powerful and wealthy and good-looking and big-dicked and all this shit. No, that is not what the American dream does. It is not a crutch. The American dream simply states that, hey, you can do it. Put your mind to it and do it. By the sweat of your brow, by the strength of your own two hands, you can do it. Dude, we live in a country where the most asinine things succeed. Jesus Christ, Chia Pets, my God, people still buy those fucking things. Are you kidding me? It's a salad topic, and people still think they're awesome, okay? Somebody made monkeys, or somebody made monkeys, somebody made money off of sea monkeys, okay? Welcome to America, people. You know what, he may not be making a bazillion dollars now, but that's just one of a plethora of ideas that people have had that magically paid off because they put a little effort into it. They didn't just sit in their fucking room and go, you know, I should try and sell brine shrimp as sea monkeys in the bag of comic books, and poof, it happened. No, they had to go out and they had to pitch it. They had to work it. They had to sell it, okay? You have to sell it. You have to earn the American dream. Just because you were born in this goddamn country does not mean the American dream is handed to you. It is not your birthright, okay? It is the right of every person who comes to this country seeking a better life and a new way, okay? It is the right of everybody who's willing to put in the work, to do the time. See what I'm saying here? It isn't come to America and here's all the cool shit. It isn't, hey, you were born here, so here's all the cool shit. The American dream does not come to you. And despite what I've heard many people say, Especially in these recent economic times, you know what? The American dream is not dead. If the American dream was dead, dead, this country would not be what it is. Even in the depths of economic, thro- you know, fucking poverty and problems and recessions and all kinds of evil shit happening, look around you. Is, you, is your life really that bad? Everybody keeps saying depression and recession and economic turmoil and blah, 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 blah. Are you standing in a bread line yet? It's not. It hasn't gotten that bad yet. And you know what you need to do to make sure it doesn't get that bad? You need to do something about it. You need to stand up and you need to work. And you need to be responsible. Okay? This is something I, you know what, and I'm pointing a finger at me here too, people. You need to be responsible with what you have. Don't flitter it away. Don't sit there and go, well, I wish I could start a business or I wish I could do that and I wish I could do I wish I could I really wish, I really wish, I really wish. I can't do it, but I'm going to go out and it's my God-given American right to drink, you know, 400 beers a weekend, you know, and spend all this money on whiskey and booze and Pepsi and McDonald's and bullshit. You know what? If you really wanted to succeed, you would look at the amount of money that you're hemorrhaging out of your fat, lazy asses because you don't want to take the time to buy bulk food and cook. You see what I'm saying here? You're hemorrhaging money because you want to go to fucking Taco Bell because it's easier. Instead of using that money wisely... 
planning for your future and implementing that plan and making solid change in your life. I know I'm getting preachy here, people, but this is something that's really been bothering me about me, if that makes any sense. This is me judging myself, okay? I I don't buy a lot of stuff, but the stuff I do buy sometimes is useless, okay? It will not help me in any way, shape, or form attain a better life. It's just crap. It's just more shit that I don't need. It's a gidget gadget toy, shiny, shiny object, fun, fun, whoop, now I'm done with it. I just wasted $400, because I couldn't keep my goddamn ADD under control and not buy the shiny, shiny object. You know, when we got our tax returns this year, usually we'll get our tax returns. You know, it's in every other year. One year we'll be responsible and we'll pay a bunch of bills and use all of our tax money to be responsible, productive members of society. And then another year we're like, fuck it, we're Americans and we have the God-given right to buy a bunch of shit that we don't need for ungodly fucking prices. Okay? I looked at my life this year as it was right now, and it's not bad, you know, let me tell you right now, I mean, we've had to tighten the belts a little bit, but all in all, it's not bad, you know what I'm saying, I've got internet, you know what I'm saying, I've got gas in my truck, you know, I'm not sitting on my ass, I've got plenty of stuff to keep me busy, stuff I couldn't do when I was working, I can actually take care of my house now, and help take care of my family, so by all means, I'm not just sitting around playing on the fucking internet all day. Just every other day. But, you know, our tax returns came this year, and I, I took a cold, hard, calculated, responsible look at my existence up to this point and said, now, do I want to continue the familiar pattern of failure that I've done time and time again? If I want to do that, then I can continue to do what I've been doing for the past 30-some-odd years, okay? Or do I want to make a valid attempt at building something better. Something I can be proud of. You know, everybody sits at their job and bitches and pisses and moans about how it's this, this place is run so cheap and this place is run so stupid and these people are such cheap skate assholes and blah, 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 blah. And you're such a cheap... You know, you're such a dick. You can't pay me an extra two minutes of overtime. You're such a fucking... I guess maybe that's the value of me being a manager for the short time that I was a manager. I got to see the big picture of how all of those things fit together and end up intermeshing into a giant bill at the end of the fucking month. And it's like, holy crap, how did we end up spending $15,000 more this month than we did last month? Okay? Wasteful spending and just complete lack of motivation. That was my problem. That's a lot of people's problems. You can have the American dream, baby, but you got to work for it. It's not the American handout. And the American dream, I can't stress it enough, does not mean you're going to be a fucking rock star with a huge dick and a six-pack, okay? It, that's not what it means. The American dream means you get to work hard and do what you love to do. And those two things are not mutually exclusive. You do not get to slack off and do what you love to do. You know what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? You get to work hard and do what you love to do, or you get to work less and do something shitty. Because when you work less, when you do shitty work, you get shitty results. If you work hard, and you struggle, and you fucking put 110%, and you put your all into it, your heart, your soul, your mind, everything, you put every fiber of your being into what you want to accomplish, the payoffs are immeasurable. It's a beautiful thing. Now, not guaranteeing you're going to be a fucking rock star because of it, but I guarantee it will be very vindicating and very fulfilling when you look back and go, wow, I created that. I accomplished that. I did that. I made that. That's me. That's what I can do. What the fuck have you done this week? This is what I did. You know what I'm saying? The American, you know, just this last few weeks of fucking just sitting down and really thinking about what I want in life... You know, and how to get it, not just like, you know, I'm just going to sit here and play my guitar and hopefully somebody will drive by and hear me playing and be like, that dude totally deserves a million dollars because he's brilliant. No, I've been thinking about what work do I have to do to take care of my family and be happy 
You know, be happy with what I do instead of sitting around bitching about some shithead boss. Man, if you think it should be a, a business should be you know run differently, differently, blah, blah, start your own business and run it differently. You know, you may fail. You may look at it and go, "Wow, maybe that's why they don't run it that way because it's a bad way to do things." I've learned. You know what? And some of the people, some of the people that I've seen start businesses and succeed, Jesus Christ! I mean, they're not exactly rocket scientists, man. It's not. It can't possibly be that fucking hard. Yes, it's going to be hard, but I don't think it's going to be like constant calculus hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be pushing a boulder up a hill just to have it roll back over me from now until the end of time. You know, yes, it's going to be hard, but I don't think it's an impossible challenge. Because look at how many people are doing the things they love to do and making a decent, honest living. Okay? A decent, honest living. That's the key right there. I get a lot of shit from a lot of people because I don't go to church and I don't do this and I don't do that. That I, you know, I get a lot. I've always gotten a lot of flack that I must be a real heathen piece of shit, asshole, druggy, you know, homosexual crap motherfucker because I don't go to church. And you know, I know all church people aren't that way, but the majority that have fucking attacked me have been. I take a drink of my monster, you know. Where was I going with this point? Monster made me forget. I was talking about church. Oh, I'm not making an honest living. There's nothing wrong with making a decent, honest living. No, you're not going to get fucking rich most of the time. But still, it's you can accomplish... The human beings, my God, can accomplish amazing things. When you just put a little fucking effort into it. You know what I'm saying? And rely, I can't say this enough, rely on the sweat of your brow and the strength of your hands. And your commitment. To say, I am going to do this. And then you fucking do it. Okay? When you look at your life and go, this I don't like. This I'm going to change. And you put in the time and you put in the patience and you put in the effort. And this you change. You know that? And you know what? In just doing that, you inspire people around you. Well, if Mike can change his fucking life and Mike can do it, then I can do it too. Next thing you know, people's lives are changing all around you. You know? It's hard, but it's it's not. It, it's hard. It, it's difficult to explain. I, you know, I don't want to minimize the extreme difficulty of you know, creating something with your own two hands, but at the same time, it's not an impossible task. If it were an impossible task, nobody would be able to do it. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that anybody out there can do it means that given enough planning, foresight, hard work, means anybody can do it. You don't have to have some special handout. You don't have to have some nifty fucking new age gadget to make you fucking rich or a millionaire or fucking, you know, make you $20 more than you had yesterday. All you need is dedication, perseverance, and the ability to look at the bigger goddamn picture than just you. You see what I'm saying? I know this is turning into a ranty podcast. It's actually not that funny. But I don't care because it's my podcast and I can talk about what I want to talk about when I want to talk about it. And this has truly been one of the biggest things on my mind lately is, you know, just changing your life. I can't tell you the amount of idiotic crackheads that I meet on a daily fucking basis. I mean, you have no idea the amount of crackheads in the North State area. It's amazing. I'm starting to think that they outnumber the trees. Okay, seriously, it's a statistic. If there's truly a, only a small percentage of fucking crackhead retards in this community, then I should play the lottery more often because it's statistically impossible for me to meet that many every day. There has to be at least one or two days that I don't meet these fucking retard crackhead deranged weirdos. All right. Where was I going with that? Oh, I think I just wanted to talk about weirdos. No, it's there's so many fucking people in this world that are completely incapable of forethought, change, and or dedication that, dude, the world is ripe for people that can just put in the fucking work. Do you know how many 
useless mouth-breathing assholes that are out there that are completely unwilling to do the work. It's not that they're ungoddamn able, it's they're ungoddamn willing to do the work. And that leaves the road clear for the rest of us who are truly ready to dedicate ourselves to changing our lives. And I don't mean to sound preachy, but God, do you know how many good people I've seen go down the fucking bad path, man? People that had real promise and real intelligence that just really fucking wasted it. Just wasted it. Okay? They had the ability and the wherewithal to change their lives for the better. I see them every day. They have the ability and the wherewithal to change their fucking lives. But they don't use it. You know? I keep telling my stepkids the same thing. I keep telling my stepkids. They all say they're stupid, okay? And I tried saying that to them. I'm fucking stupid. Da, 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 da. Okay. And it, this was told to me at a, at a very pivotal point in my development as a person. I'm a very smart-ass person, okay? I have very sarcastic. I've got a very, very quick tongue. And I say truly, truly horrendous things to people sometimes. And you know what? I used to try and play that I'm stupid card, so you're going to have to do it for me because I don't feel like doing it myself. Until I finally had somebody put their foot up my ass and tell me, look, that shit ain't going to fly here. Because one, nobody that can just come up with those kinds of asinine, you know, asshole, satirical, fucking sarcastic responses in the moment. You know what I'm saying? From moment to moment. Nobody that can do that is dumb. They're just lazy, okay? So I had to learn very quickly that I was a... And I still am. It's something I fight with every day. I'm a lazy goddamn person. I'm a lazy fat man, okay? And the two, trust me, are not mutually exclusive. I could probably do to get up in the morning and do some push-ups, but I don't, because I'm lazy. You know what I'm saying? I'd much rather just get up and take a crap and then go about my day, my day including lots of burritos, and, you know, that's just me. That's just something in my life that I have decided not to focus my efforts on right now. That may change in the future. You know, I may turn into a health nut, God forbid. Oh, Jesus, if you exist, please do not let me turn into one of them fucking health nut, vegan, tofu-eating, cock-sucking motherfuckers who are doing push-ups every five minutes and jogging in place constantly and power-walking everywhere. Amen. Um... But no, I've seen so many people just completely fucking waste their intelligence. My stepkids are not dumb in the slightest. You know, they try and act like they're dumb and they can't do something or they're completely mentally incapable of fucking performing some menial task. No, they're not. One, they're scared to do it because they're terrified of failure. Okay, they're terrified of looking stupid. So they refuse to do it. So they play dumb. They would rather play dumb than be confirmed as dumb if they try to do something and fail. You know what I'm saying? Whereas failure does not mean incompetence. Okay? And why do we, you know, and why do we fall, Bruce? And why do we fall? Okay? Failure does not mean incompetence. Failure is just failure. Failure is an opportunity to recognize what you did wrong, repeat the process, and change. Change, people. Change, change, change. Okay? I spent a lot of time around alcoholics. Okay? And recovering alcoholics. And one thing that really sunk into my fucking brain, one thing that burrowed deep down and stuck in there from a very early age was the phrase, insanity is repeating the same action and expecting a different result. Okay? I keep seeing these people replay the same actions and not learning from their mistakes. It doesn't matter that you fail. Failure or success is not the goddamn point. The point is the action of trying. Get off of your ass and do it. Don't talk about it. Don't dream about it. Do it. Okay? And don't give me this, I don't have the resources bullshit. You've got an internet connection. You've got you know, hopefully working arms and legs. Do it, man. Just fucking do it. Okay? Like, I'm gonna do it. I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I started this podcast thinking in six months I was gonna be rich and fucking famous. Guess what? Didn't happen. Ha 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 ha. And, uh, I should've seen that coming. 
Does that mean I stop? No, I've actually joined, grown to love this. It's a form of therapy for me. I, you know what? I stopped checking to see how many people fucking download this on a daily basis. I used to religiously check it. Okay, Every goddamn day, I would religiously check my podcast feeds and be like, oh my god, it's gone up by one person from yesterday. And I would get so ecstatic and so happy, and I'd be on top of the fucking world because one more person subscribed to my podcast than last week. But then it would drop by three people the next week. And I would become just completely distraught. Like they had broken up with me. Like those three fucking people had listened to it and decided, you know what, it's not me, it's you. And I just, I, this isn't working out. And I'm going to go listen to this other podcast that I met at the bar the other day. I would take it fuck personally, okay? I haven't looked at those stats in months. Because you know what? I don't care. That's not the point. That's not the reason I do this. If that was the reason I do this, I would have given up a long time ago. Because it was fucking hopeless. I've got a key group of people that listen. And sweet. That's awesome. I've got more than one. You know how fucking sweet that is? You know how happy that makes me? I've got more than one. And it's great. It's beautiful. I do this because it's a form of therapy for me. And you know what? Maybe someday somebody will listen to it and they'll glean some nugget out of my fucking idiotic ramblings that will open their eyes just a tad, just a smidge, just a little, just the tiniest little inkling of truth will we'll fucking crawl into their ear. And I'll say, you know what? All that other shit he said was crap and bullshit and stupid and not funny in the slightest. But this, this one little nugget of truth, this one tiny little flake of fucking truth burrowed into my ear, this sliver, this sliver of truth burrowed into my fucking ear. And it made a difference. That's why I do this, okay? And if something ever comes of it, fucking sweet. You know what? I'm starting, I always, always like, wow, it would be so awesome to get a sponsor. Wow, it'd be so great. You know what? I'm starting my own business. I'll be my own sponsor. Oh, I don't think there's any rules against that. I don't think there is. And then I can tell people, <laughs> yes, I have a podcast and it's sponsored. Yes, it is. I mean, it's sponsored by me, but you know, that's beside the point. It's still sponsored. People, you've got so many resources out there and you don't even know it. The other... Forget about the computer and the internet and any of that shit. Just look at the other human beings around you, okay? Those are the greatest resources you will ever have, okay? If you have the ability to look at the people around you and look at their lives and how they live their lives and the decisions that they make, and you go, wow, this guy's life, I kind of like this guy's life, and he's done this and this, and he's put dedication and hard work and you know, principles ahead of monetary compensation, and he's got like a real good moral foundation, and I envy him that. And it's, it's working out well for him. Here's where he's made a few mistakes that I can see that's caused him problems. So I'm just going to go ahead, I'm gonna, what he has done there that's wrong, I'm going to go ahead and not do that. I'm going to learn from him. A man learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. Okay? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try something else. Then you look at this guy over here and you're like, wow, I really like this guy's assertiveness and this and that. But his moral fortitude is questionable at best. Fucking salesman. Goddamn bastards. But, you know, you know, his tenaciousness and his zest for life. You know, I really admire that. So I'm going to I'm gonna try and incorporate more of that into my life. Okay. And build. Build. Construct yourself from the flotsam of those around you. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to change your core personality or who you, who you are as a person. Just change your habits. That's all you have to do. It's not going to change you as a person. Okay? I've changed my habits a million times over, and I'm pretty much the same person. I've always been the fucking idiot that makes stupid dick and fart jokes constantly and talks really loud and offends the table of people, uh, you know, two tables over at their fucking restaurant to the point where they throw their silverware down and get up and go, Oh my God, I can't eat. With him talking like that, and they leave. And all the changes I've made in my life, it's never really changed my core personality. So when people tell me, man, I don't like you anymore, you've changed. You know what? You haven't changed. What it is, you know, your core personality hasn't changed. Who you are fundamentally hasn't changed. What's changed is something extraneous, something extra that they don't like. You know, your drive, your fucking moral certitude, and something like that has changed. And it no longer jives with their extraneous shit. 
You know, all of the, the, the outside of their core personality crap. Now it no longer jives, and they don't want to be your friend anymore. Change is good. Change is necessary. You know what I'm saying? If we never changed, we would stagnate and we would die, okay? The American dream is... I have to say, it's become extremely, extremely important. Now more than ever, okay? We really need to focus on what we have and what we can do with it. What we can create with it. Look at some of the things people have created, okay? And gone on to do for a living. Some of the most idiotic things I was talking about before. Chia pets, pet rocks, the smiley face, man, bumper stickers. It's just stupid, innocuous, flotsam shit that they put the time and the effort and the dedication into making it something. Dude, okay? The one thing... I'm, gonna, I'm pushing 40 minutes here and I'm... The last thing I'm going to leave you with, the quintessential proof that the American dream is real. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to open a Google window right now as we're talking, and you can do the same. You can follow along at home, kids. We're going to type in google.com. Yes. And we're going to go ahead, and in Google, we're going to type meat. Okay? Meat. Space. Water. I'm going to leave you with this. Me water hoax. Okay. This looks real to me. It's called dinnerinabottle.com. Okay. High efficiency survival beverages. Okay. This is... Whereas I say it's the American dream, it doesn't look like an American company. Because it says Kraut Kramer. High efficiency survival beverages. Meat water, people. Okay. They even have meat water zero for those of you people who want to watch your weight. Okay. Meat water. Okay. It is food flavored water. Okay. It's food flavored liquid. Okay, go to dinnerinabottle.com, okay? Uh, I just completely overwhelmed by this shit. This is quintessential America right here. Even though I believe it's a foreign company. This is what you can do in America. You can make bottles of water that look like Gatorade, but taste like meat. Okay. Chicken salad. These are some of the flavors. Chicken salad, salmon salad, beef salad, shrimp salad of their contemporary survival flavors. Okay. Chicken, salmon, beef, chicken, salmon, beef, and shrimp salad water. Okay. You can drink your chicken, salmon, beef, shrimp water. Primary flavors, okay? Beef jerky, beef stroganoff, cheeseburger, chicken teriyaki, okay? Dirty hot dog. I'm going to have to clip on that, like, click on that later because that looks extra nasty. Fish and chips, Hungarian goulash, Italian sausage, Peking duck, tandoori chicken, Texas barbecue, and Wiener schnitzel. Eine Wiener schnitzel Vata. Yeah. Zen lady's choice. Stuffed quail water, bangers and mash for all of our English water drinkers, and venison confit. Ew. Aviator's choice. Barbecue wings, buffalo wings, and pigs with wings. Water. Okay. <sighs> Ballpark specialties. The Swedish, what in the fuck is that word? Kotbuller, Bulliar, Swedish Kotbuller, Kabibi, whatever that is. Italian meatballs, and wow, I don't even know what the fuck. Koingsenberger Klopsy. Not even gonna pretend like I know what that is. Breakfast, they have breakfast water. Breakfast water. They have your basic breakfast, your English breakfast, 
your brunch omelet, and your pizza prosciutto. Water. Okay? I can't say this enough. Sandwich. They've got sandwich flavors. And what's on the list? Everybody's favorite, liverwurst. Yes, we have the liverwurst sandwich water. It is good. Euros. They have gyro water. Midnight snack fried oyster water. Grilled clam water. Mountain oysters. Is that testicle water? Are you kidding me? Mountain oysters? They have testicle water. Yeehaw, imagine you're a cowboy or cowgirl. Saddled up to get those doggies on the long cattle drive home. Sure gets lonely late at night, camped out under the stars. And some of them bulls get a mite ornery with them lady cows around. So a resourceful cow hand will get a pair of snips for fence building and then turn that bull from a rooster to a hen. This is getting disturbing. Then fry up the leftovers for a prairie treat. Our our version lets you avoid the messy clipping bull part stuff and chug-a-lug cowboy style. Yes, drink our bull meat water. Is this is this shit real? My God. My God. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. Rocky Mountain Oyster, fuck water. And it's blue. Blue like Gatorade blue. It's blue like Windex blue. Yes, blue balls water. Mm-mm-mm. Welcome to America, people. Somebody's going to buy this shit. And if they can sell meat water, if they can sell cow testicle blue fucking Windex colored meat water, then holy shit, your idea will make it too. And that idea that you've been kicking around in the back of your head forever, they're just like, nah, nobody will buy that shit. People are buying fucking Windex colored cow testicle meat water. Okay? People are buying this. They have escargot. Gewilte fish. Haggis. They have haggis. They have haggis water. If somebody will buy haggis water. Go look up what haggis is. Go look it up. If somebody will buy haggis water, then somebody will buy what you're trying to sell. So you know what? Put some effort into it. Get off your ass and do it. Do it. Do it, you lazy fuck. Because you know what? Somebody decided one day that they wanted to make a sex robot. Now you can buy sex robots. Somebody decided one day that they wanted to make fucking rubber dicks. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got together and said, you know what? I'm tired of not finding the man to fuck me. I'm going to make a thing to fuck myself. And you know what? Broomsticks suck. I'm hating. I'm tired of getting splinters in my labia majora. You know what? I'm going to make something for me to fuck. And you know what? Now there's a bajillion, a bajillion different versions of the something to fuck. So who knows, man? Your stupid thing that you keep kicking around in the back of your fucking head going, nah, it's retarded. Nobody will ever buy that. At some point, somebody looked at a rubber dick and went, what are you, nuts? Nobody's going to buy a rubber dick. Now everybody, you, I, is it a law now that all tobacco shops have to have shitloads of rubber dicks in them? Is that is that a law now? Because you know what? Your thing, your fucking thing that's bouncing around in the back of your head, your brilliant idea that you keep putting off will never happen because, ah, no, nobody will buy that. It could be the next big thing hanging next to the rubber dicks. Yes, could be you with your name in neon letters right next to a bunch of blow-up dolls and big, rigid, phallic objects. And you know what? And those things have gotten complicated lately. Like, you know, us men, my wife started doing the dick sales. And I started looking over the fucking dickventory, and holy crapsicles. You know what? If us men want to keep competing with this kind of shit, we seriously need to think about evolving and or cybernetics. We really need to look into cybernetics, guys. Because you know what? This shit, they've got shit that vibrates, rotates, flicks, fucking licks, and fucking rams simultaneously. How do you compete with that? Jesus Christ! How do you compete with that? I mean, yeah, sure, I, you know, I'll be scared the day a dildo buys dinner or cleans the garage or changes your fucking oil, but you know what? That day may come. The day may come when they make dildos that'll pay for a meal. They may, the day of the sentient dildo is slowly dawning, people, and you might be the one that invents it. You might be the person that invents the sentient dildo that fucking can pay for a meal and take her, you know, take her out on the town and then fuck her in ways God never intended. And then where are the rest of us going to be? We're going to be screwed. We need to evolve, guys. Seriously. We need cybernetics. Okay? 
Look, I'm, people, I'm giving you people gold. Somebody who listen to this pod- podcast is going to go, Mike's right. Us guys are fucked. There is a real need for cybernetics, and I'm going to get right on that. And that's the American dream, people. Making robo-dicks so that sentient dildos don't take over the world. And on that note, I'm Audi 5000. I'm going to go drink some booze, smoke a cigarette, and then come back and edit this fucker and put it on the line. I hope you all enjoyed Mike ranting about the American dream. Because you know what? It's in all of us. We all have the ability to rise above our situation, to fucking soar above our retarded station in life. All you have to do is take a look at the situation around you and say, no, sir, I don't like it. And do something about it. So you know what? Get off your ass and do something about it. Because I'm tired of hearing you fuckers bitch. Later. Later.